A recent study shows that the quantity and quality of local news is faltering across the country, leading to an epidemic that impacts communities more than you know. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today to talk about the potential fallout from the lack of local news is Bloomberg News reporter Riley Griffin. Thanks for joining us, Riley. Thank you for having me. In your piece, you say America is overrun with news deserts. What exactly is a news desert? A news desert is a city or town or municipality where local news coverage is lacking or altogether absent. So I think we can all guess what's you know the biggest factor in this dearth of, of news is, is in these newsrooms, in these small communities. It's the bottom line, isn't it? It's how much this costs. The bottom line, absolutely. Newspaper circulation has been sharply declining since the 1990s. Ad revenue has fallen and is expected to keep falling. Only major outlets like the New York Times and the Washington Post have really seen an mm-hmm. increase in digital subscriptions. And as a result, organizations have had to scale back their newsroom employment. It's hit local newsrooms hardest. So if it's hit local newsroom the hardest and they are having a hard time filling column inches or filling time on their newscasts, where are they getting their their news? If they're not getting news from their local communities, they're often sourcing it from wire services like the Associated Press. So they're filling their papers with news or their digital platforms with news, but it's not necessarily concerning the community at hand. So it's not the beat reporters on the ground going to City Hall or talking to the people that are impacted by crime or, and stuff like that. And so that kind of leads to the question of like, why is local news so important? Local news, simply speaking, holds local governments accountable. Without local journalists heading into city courts and council meetings looking for wrongdoing, or revealing secret deals, local politicians continue to operate unchecked. Bloomberg News has actually previously reported that taxpayers lose in the bond market when local newspapers close because with less local oversight, investors foresee more risk and demand higher yields. But it's not just keeping local governments in check, which is a very important thing, but there's a, there is a domino effect to this, isn't there? There's a domino effect upon the community, absolutely. Studies show that local news encourages civic engagement, and that's a point to underscore. Strong local news coverage is tied to higher levels of voting and other forms mm-hmm. of political activity and high community attachment and cohesion. So local news is really the bedrock of any small community. It's really what binds these communities together. So the communities it's impacting, is this small communities uh, or is this like large, larger communities? You know, is is this a coast to coast problem? It's rural America, it's urban America and it's suburban America. This is a, a national epidemic. The Duke study actually analyzed stories produced by a national sample of news organizations. So it's not just a few markets. It's broadly affecting the country. The biggest finding from the Duke study is actually that 17% of stories produced by local outlets are based on events that actually occurred hmm. nearby. So these, these people are getting news from people who don't even understand their communities. So if, if these are communities across the country, what, what's the biggest demographic or what are the demographics most, mostly being impacted? Minority communities are most likely to be underserved by their local news op- organizations. The Duke study found that regions with large Hispanic populations in particular received less robust local journalism. And again, it's it's not just rural America that's seeing a decline. Communities closest to large media markets, actually, mm-hmm. like New York, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, have the least robust local journalism. New Jersey's a, a prime example of that. Yeah, I remember just recently the New York Daily News, they cut about half their newsroom staff. Um, 
So what's being done to combat all of this? Is there anything that can be done? There's a lot that can be done. Nonprofit organizations and newsrooms have popped up to alleviate the issue. A lot of universities are spending time and money on researching the issue and offering a network of support for local newsrooms. Some universities are even filling that void. One example is Report for America, um, which is a journalism nonprofit modeled after Teach for America, for Hmm. example, which has sought to bolster understaffed regional outlets by deploying a thousand journalists to their newsrooms by 2022. But the problem is big and we need more. The the president's position against the media, does that hurt the, the lack of local news even more so? Well, when it comes to trust in media, Americans have long trusted local news more than national news outlets. More than 7 in 10 Americans report they trust their local newspapers and television stations, while barely half say the same for national outlets. So experts are worried that as local media declines, this could further dissolve Americans' trust in the media at large. If we don't get ahead of this now, if if we don't fix this in the near future, what's the worst case scenario that we're looking at? These trends suggest we should be concerned about social cohesion and civic engagement. If local news isn't there to provide transparent information about local government, communities aren't going to respond or act or take part in their elections, in their communities. You know, the role of journalism in our society seems to be at a crossroad, especially with the president's endless battle against the media. Mm-hmm. So what's the government's role in, in helping kind of address this issue? Well, a number of media experts have demanded more investment from national and state government. New Jersey, for example, recently said it would allocate $5 million to strengthen and revive local media. But big picture, again, this is a drop in the bucket. Other governments across the world spend a lot more on media. Norway, for example, spends $140 per capita each year on its public broadcasters. The United States spends under $3. Bloomberg News' Riley Griffin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Make sure you follow Riley on Twitter. She's at Riley Ray Griffin. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates on Twitter 24-7 at TikTok.